Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Derry Davis here at Higher Heights Ministry Center, right here in the city of Danville, Virginia. You are about to hear a phenomenal message. I want you to subscribe and I want you to share it and be blessed. Welcome back to Higher Heights Ministry Center, 236 Parker Road. We're excited because we are having Bible study yes. here on this good Thursday. And if you're tuning in, you're going to be a part of this with us. Let's study together. We're excited. We've been in this awesome series called Digging Wells. Mm-hmm. I'm here again. I'm Pastor Davis with Elder April Cheney and Elder Beard. Thank We're you. back. We've been having such a good time Amen. enjoying this word. So let's do a real quick recap. Yep. So to recap what we've been studying for the last two segments, we've been talking about Isaac. Mm -hmm. We're talking about the life of Isaac. We're talking about how he developed his own personal relationship with God. Yes. Yes. It's so important. It's so exciting to see that this story picks up with Isaac. We know that Isaac was the son of Abraham promised by Abraham and Sarah. And just this whole, in Genesis 26, this whole story is about his life and how he began to walk with God. So we, I know in, in our study on last week, we begin to talk about how he was being obedient to God. Mm-hmm. And he was in the land of his father and he was beginning to be obedient and not leaving the, the land because of the conflict that right, he was right. having and the opposition that he was having. But he found a way to prosper. Yes. Even in spite of all the conflict. Right. Mm-hmm. And we talked about how he had moved from place to place. They were pushing him out and trying to stop him and shut him down. Mm-hmm. But he found him a place yes. that he could yes. dig a well yes. and begin to build his family and his community. Because we, this life of Isaac is not just about a son or a family. It's about a, a nation. A family that will become a nation. Yes. So this is so exciting. So we're going to dive right back in mm-hmm. tonight and, and, and pick up where we left off and just dig deep into the life of Isaac and how it has implications to how we are to live today. We're going to make it practical and pull out some principles. And I'm excited. So this is what Absolutely. I want you to do. This is what you can do for me. Share, 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 share. Yes. Let somebody Please. know we're on. If you yes. missed any part of this, go back. We're on YouTube. Mm-hmm. We're on podcast. We're going to have in the link all the ways you can pick up where we was and catch it. But the way we're going to do it always, even if you hadn't gone back, you're going to be stick with us tonight. You're going to learn so much and you're going to be inspired to catch everything that Absolutely. you miss. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Awesome. So without any further ado, we're going to get into scripture Mm -hmm. and we're going to pick up at Genesis 26 verse 23. Mm -hmm. So I will, I want to let, um, Elder April Cheney begin to read the first two verses. All right. So we're Genesis 26 and 23 and it reads, and he went up from thence to Beersheba. Okay. And the Lord appeared unto him the same night and said, I am the God of Abraham, Mm -hmm. thy father. Fear not, for I am with thee and will bless thee and multiply thy seed for my servant Abraham's sake. Mm -hmm. That that is so awesome. There's so much right there in just that one, two verses. 
So much right there. So just to give, uh, I want to, this time, I, 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 we haven't done it yet. I want to introduce the characters. Mm-hmm. So we want to talk about who is Isaac, who is Abraham. Uh, so if, if, if you would, y'all can jump in as well. But um, if you want to introduce, Lady Why, I'm going to let you introduce Abraham. What do you know about Abraham? Abraham is the father of many sons, and he was the ruler of the nation, and everybody just looked at him as being a blessed man of God, and God could count on him. Amen, Mm -hmm. amen. I want to lift it to you guys as well online. Type in something you know about Abraham. What do you know about Abraham? Mm -hmm. Uh, Elder Cheney, what do you want to talk about? I just want to say again, I want to piggyback on what Elder Y said, that he was the father of many nations. But not only that, Abraham was married to a woman named Sarah. But if you really study the word, he goes into more of who he came from and who his brother and where he he started. I don't want to get into that because I want you all really to participate and put some answers there so we will know where you stand with mm-hmm. Abraham. Mm-hmm. It's important to to not only dive into different places in the Bible and scriptures, but to really study and research and know the background Absolutely. and the history mm-hmm. and geographics and know some things. So just to give a, a little bit, um, Abraham, his name originally was Abram. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bible said one day he heard from God. He heard God speaking to him, tell him to come out from mm-hmm. among his family. Yes. And Abram, begin a relationship with God, a personal relationship where he walked and communed with God and began to get leadership and direction from God. Mm -hmm. And God changed his name to Abraham, which means the father of many many nations. nations. To think about that is just almost... It's so much there. You could just stay there for a long time. What does it mean to be the father of many nations? Mm -hmm. We know you can have a whole lot of children, but how do you become the father of a whole lot of nations? Yes. So I did a little research on Abraham because I wanted to know what are, what are all these nations yes. that Abraham is the father of? Maybe. So and, and you can find this in a quick re, uh, search on Wikipedia. Abraham, it says, according to the Bible, reflecting the change of his name to Abraham, meaning a father of many nations. Uh-huh. Abraham is considered to be the progenitor of many nations mentioned in the Bible. Among others, the Israelites, the Ishmaelites, the Edomites, the Amalekites, the Canaanites, the Midianites, the, and Assyrians. Wow. All of these wow. nations come from Abraham. All those nations. It's That's interesting to know, even though we know the story that he had uh, the two sons, one uh, Isaac and then Ishmael, he also had sons after that. We Absolutely. don't really talk about, but yep. he had uh, many more sons after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's Abraham is a very important character. So when we're going into this, we want to introduce Abraham, but now this scriptures are introducing to us Isaac, who yes. Isaac is. Mm-hmm. Well, Isaac... He is the the promised son by God um, that, who told Abraham that he would have a son by his wife, uh, Sarah. Sarah, Sarah. Mm-hmm. And Sarah could not have children. Mm-hmm. And she was old in age. Uh, the Bible says that this promised son uh, was sure. And, and sure as the word of God came, she did bear a son whose name was Isaac. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there's so many promises 
uh, that God gave that were over Isaac's life. life. That's right. So this is actually us being introduced into Isaac walking into those promises. Yes. Uh, so I think that's a good recap of the characters that we're talking about. Right. And, of course, we know with the Philistines is uh, also mentioned a lot in this. So I, I, want, I want you all to see this map. We're going to put up a map, and it shows a part of this map. If you look, it says Philistia. Mm-hmm. That is the land of the Philistines. That's where we, today is the Gaza Strip. Mm-hmm. And interesting enough, that's the land where the Palestines are at now. Mm-hmm. Uh, in your study, you'll see there's no relation to the Philistines because right. the Philistines were wiped out. Right, right, but right, right. that's interesting to know that that land is still a problem. That's right. <laughs> Even today. Still today. Mm-hmm. It's still a fight. Mm-hmm. But so um, the scripture we read in our first segment, how the God called Isaac to go into this land mm-hmm. where his where Abraham his father had walked and did so much in that land to uh, to make a name for himself to build community and he did so much work in in establishing it, that land mm-hmm. so Isaac went back into the land because God told him to and the Bible talks about the troubles that he had with the Philistine mm-hmm. being pushed down and you'll see on this map it pushed down and he finally settled where we ended last in Beersheba mm-hmm. this is where we left off on last week mm-hmm. where Isaac is settling in Beersheba mm-hmm. so it's always good to see that geographically on the map mm-hmm. so that's our characters um, so now let's pick up and continue reading uh, verse 25. And he built an altar there and called upon the name of the Lord and pitched his tent there. And there Isaac's servants digged a well. I, stop right there. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about three things that are very important that took place in this verse. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says, and Isaac, he built an altar, and then he pitched his tent there, mm-hmm. and then he dug a well. Yes. This is, I believe, these three things are like keys, principles to establishing uh, community, establishing uh, foundation to That's build good. it upon. You got to have these three things That's to build good. upon. Yes. Good. Uh, so I'll, I, I'm going to I'm going to let you guys chime in on this. I want y'all to chime on in this. Mm-hmm. What is it? What, how important you think it is that he won, he built an altar. That's a, that's a set place, an altar set purposely mm-hmm. designed for Thank worship. He set an altar there and then he pitched a tent there. And he built a well there. Uh, so I'm going to take it to Lady Why? What does that mean? What is the importance of this to you? So building an altar, that meant that he wanted to be close to God. Mm-hmm. He wanted to make sure that whatever direction he was going to go in, that he was going to consult the Lord and that the Lord was going to lead him into the direction he needed to go in. And it was also for repentance as well. We know that we go to the altar for repentance. We go to the altar for healing. We That's go to good. the altar for deliverance. Talk about it. Anything Talk about it. that we need, we know that the altar is the place where we can kneel down, mm. we can worship God, and we can bow down, and we can honor yeah. him. Yeah. Thank you, And Lord. so that was important to him, and that's why that was the first thing. He could have done any of the other two <laughs> first, mm-hmm. the other three first, mm-hmm. but it was most important that he built that altar yes. first. That's yeah, good. Altar first. That's good. You want to mm-hmm. chime oh, in I on I do. It? 
because when she said honor, <laughs> you know, that's a time that you can really honor God, that yes. he brought him through this land mm-hmm. of his dad's land, yes. you know, of his father's land, mm-hmm. that the Lord had already decided that this is the land that you're going to walk upon. Yes. So it was an honor for him to stay, hallelujah, to stand on that land, that yes, foundation. Absolutely. See, he had a foundation. Uh-huh. Yes. He had a foundation where he could grow upon. And once he found that foundation, he had to honor God in that. He built an altar there. Yes. Mm-hmm. That way he was able to say, God, I thank you. Mm-hmm. God, I worship you. God, you're above all gods. Uh-huh. You know, it was Come that time there. that you need to build a, build an altar yes. where you could commune with oh, the Lord and really thank him for his many blessings. And that's what I saw mm-hmm. is that the blessings upon blessings yes. that Lord, you did this. Cause he said, I called upon the name of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And then that's when he pitched his tent there because he had to say, God is you. Right. This mm-hmm. is the reason why I made it. So the question is for you all tonight to think about what God has done for you. How do you honor God? What are you saying to God when he builds things and he opens doors and he allows that thing to happen for you? What do you say? How do you feel? Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. This is so good. Go ahead. That's good. I love it. I love it. When I see this, first thing that jumps out me is he is he. He created a set place of worship. He sanctified a place. An altar for me is a sanctified, set-apart place Mm -hmm. that he created that that not only symbolizes his his devotion and honor to God, but it's a set place where that that lets everybody know where it's not a it's not this is I wanna wanna say this to every believer, every Christian, you know, it's important to have an established place place of worship. Yes. Yes. Most most it's important to have a local church. It's Mm -hmm. important to have a a prayer room in your house. It's important to have prayer it's important to have a set place. Yes. Right. A set place that you nothing else interrupts, nothing uh, um contaminates nothing is sharing nothing with nothing else it's a place that's set apart and devoted to god so it it, and and the fact you brought it out that he did this first Mm -hmm. so we we are seeing that it's not only important that he did it but the order in which he did it is important that's important when he realized that the lord had blessed him to be able to settle somewhere in peace Mm -hmm. he built an altar yes right he, in other words, he could build an altar. Before he had been many places, all through scripture, he never built an altar yet. Yeah, right. He didn't build an altar. Mm-hmm. But when he knew he had found his place, mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. built an altar. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't want to build an altar in a place that you, that, that you don't know if you can establish your life there. You could establish. It's important that he built his altar as a sign that he's going to stay there. That's right. That is an important place. That is God. That God, he establishes that there. Mm-hmm. A great foundation. Yes. And then the Bible says, then he put a tent. He pitched his tent. He pitched the tent. And then we know that the, we realized that then these days, a tent was pretty much the way of life there. They mm-hmm. dwelt in tents. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is pretty much him building his home mm-hmm. there. So how important you think it is that he built his home in the same place where he built his altar? That made a connection because wherever he built his altar is, to me, he felt comfortable there. Mm-hmm. That I could just be near mm-hmm. the altar. My, my, my tent is where I'm going to live, mm-hmm. you know, my domain, where I'm going to have my family, yeah. you know, my friends. 
And he just felt comfortable where he was. And to have the altar in the same place as his tent, you know, if I'm going to pitch my tent there, then I'm not, I'm not going to be moved. Right. Nothing is going to come between me and the altar. Yeah. He settled. He's, he's he, settling. He, se- he settled there. Nothing else really matters. I've done all that I needed to do. This is my home. Right. This is my That's domain. I'm, I'm here to stay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Ooh, he pitched y'all. his tent where he built his altar. <laughs> yes. He pitched his tent. It's like, I'm not going to go anywhere <laughs> without God. Yes. Oh, I want to yes. stay close. I'm going to stay close to yes. God. Oh, that's good. Because now that I know that God is on the scene, it's yes. like, I'm, I'm home. I'm yes. home. It's like, yeah. I'm here. here, and this is where I need to be. Yes. I'm not going to go. I done moved all around, yes. but I'm going to stay right here with God. Right. Hey, man. Mm-hmm. I, I'm telling y'all, mark this down. Put this as a train of thought. Be, you want to live where you build your altar. Absolutely. I know a lot of people say they want to be a part of these churches, mega churches, online churches. Mm-hmm. Don't you want to live where your altar is? Don't you want to have a local church? Yes, Mm -hmm. where God is. A local ministry Mm -hmm. somewhere that's home, uh, that's where you are. You're close to it. Mm -hmm. It's important. He Mm -hmm. put his, he lived where he built his altar. And that's that's so that's so important, and I love the order of it. I love the mm-hmm. order because God was first. Yes, and then He built His inhabit. Yes. He built God's place before yes. He built His place. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yes. He yes. worried about the altar before He worried about His tent. Yes. So he established that God's he established that altar, and then He established His tent. So then it goes to, and then He built the well. Mm-hmm. How significant is that to you, lady? Why the well the is where the blessings come from. Mm. So now that I have <laughs> built my altar, altar, I have pitched my tent, now I'm just going to enjoy the blessings of the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I'm just going to be right here. I'm going to enjoy the blessings of the Lord. And whatever the Lord will have me to do, I'm right here for it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to make it happen. Yes. And I'm going to be here to bless the people of God. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Ella Cheney. The source. (laughs) For which all blessings flow. You got to think about (laughs) that thing. Because we've been talking about digging wells. So the water is their lifeline. So Mm -hmm. he was able to have God. He had his place of rest. Mm -hmm. And he had water. Mm -hmm. So that they can make things grow. Mm -hmm. And they can see the benefits of God all through that. It's like when he he digged his well right there, he knew that God was in it. Mm -hmm. That all he had to do was just dig. Sometimes you got to dig. It's going to be a little hard sometimes. It might be a year. It may be two or three years. But you got to dig. And once you start digging, it's like he knew God was there. He already established that. He had his place of That's refuge, right. mm-hmm. and then he knew that the abundance was going to flow out of that land. That's mm. right. So That's true. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I want to say this. He established everything else built upon what, upon what God said. Mm-hmm. It says this when he got to this place, God spoke to him again. And reconfirmed in him yes. that he was blessed and he was promised this mm-hmm. and he was going to prosper. Ooh. So he built everything on the word of God. Oh, yes. The word of God. Yes. He wasn't looking at how good is this land? How what is this location like? What is it like around here? He said, okay, this is where God sent me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put an altar here. I'm going to put my house here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to build a well here and I'm going to prosper. Mm-hmm. Right. 
a lot of times in life, we, we, we look at everything else but what God said. We try to figure out, oh, where am I going to go? Where am I going to live? What's the jobs like Talk there? Talk about it. Where Talk is the community it. like that? Right. Where is the schools like that? Where is the people like that? Do? You basing all what? your decisions on, on, the, on the tent Outside and on the, what's the resources? What's the mm. economy like that? Mm-hmm. But Isaac based everything on what God promised What him. God promised. That's he right. said, if this is where you are, God, this is where you told me to be. This is what you promised me. I'm going to pitch my tent. I'm going to be at an altar, yeah. a place of worship. I'm going to put my house here. I'm going to pitch my tent, and I'm going to dig a well. And I'm going to dig a well. And we always want to be in the presence of the Lord. Mm. We always, it doesn't matter where you are, where you've been. In the presence of the Lord is just, I'm, I'm just here. I'm one. I'm communing with God. God is going to take care of me. Nothing else really matters as long as I'm in his presence. Yes. So I'm true. not going to go without God. That's right. right. Hallelujah. Right. You can't go without God. Yes, here it is. Right. Here it is. In, he was in the will of God. Yes. Right. right. I want to present important. this to you. How important is it for you to be in the will of God? Yes. Thank you, Lord. How important is it for you to be in the place where God has told you and Trump wants to establish you? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, are, are you yes. so fearful that you be, you're trying to look at everything else to try to confirm it? Oh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm worried about where they say, why? How many can a, be a witness that you say, where God put you, it might not have been the most popular place or where people think you should be, but you you in the will of God. You in the will. In the will. And because you're in the will of God, you blessed. Ooh, hallelujah. Not, not just, because you know there's, there's the permissible will and then there's God's perfect will. Talk about it. And so sometimes God will allow us, because we get a little stubborn sometimes, he'll allow his permissible will. But who don't want to be in God's perfect, perfect will, where the blessings, are where the blessings of the perfect. Lord will overtake you? Oh, my God. And when we're in God's perfect will, we are going to have to sacrifice. Right. Mm. And you pre- preached a sermon before, increase the man's sacrifice. Yes. And so when we get in the perfect will of God, it's not easy being in this perfect Ooh. will. Uh-huh. There's going to be plenty of times where we're going to be told no. There's going to be plenty of times when you're going to be told you have to do this. Mm-hmm. There are going to be plenty of times when you're going to be by yourself. Yes. But we know that even in that position, we if we continue to move forward where we're going to push forward to be in God's perfect will, he's going to bless us yes. abundantly, yes. above of all that we can ask or even think, but we got to walk. We got to keep on walking and say, okay, I I can do this. I can do this. And Mm -hmm. it's it's not easy. It's It's not easy easy being in God's perfect will. Uh, Just because you in God's perfect will don't mean you're not going to meet opposition. Oh, not at all. He definitely had a lot of opposition. A lot of opposition. A lot of opposition, but he stood on the word Ooh, of God. Yes. yes, he did. And yes. what God told him to do, directions of yes, God, and what God exactly. told him to do. Yes. The Bible says he reaped in the same yes. year a hundredfold, a hundredfold return. So we want to make this practical and, and, and bring out some principles that we can apply to our life. So I'm going to ask Elder Cheney to talk about one of the principles that she feels like these scriptures are teaching. Absolutely. And because if you go back and look at Genesis 26 and 12, 
it states that then Isaac sowed in that land and received in the same year a hundredfold. Mm -hmm. And the Lord blessed him. So the principle that came to me was sowing and reaping. That he had to sow, but he also reaped. You know, and we know that um, we have to focus on how we sow and the heart that we sow in. Mm-hmm. And you can think about this thing with your families, mm-hmm. at your jobs, in mm-hmm. your homes, mm-hmm. even in the church. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we give, but we give grudgingly. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, oh, I'm going to go ahead and give this <laughs> offering. I know some of y'all do it. Uh-huh. And you just keep asking, well, you know what? It's a building. It needs to run. So there are things that need to be taken care of in the kingdom. So there's no need of you being upset about it, but you should give. Mm-hmm. You know, and the harvest is there. So you think about if I sow in good ground, because this is good ground that we're sowing in, that the more that I sow, it's not about how much I sow. But when I sow it from my heart, and it means, see, we're keeping God first. This is what we've been talking about. So we're keeping God first. And God, I'm a gift because I'm giving with all of my heart. That once you give it, then it's going to go into good ground, Mm -hmm. and then it's going to multiply just like it did for Isaac and you may see the same in that same year uh-huh. what God has done for you. Right. You might say, well, I'm looking at it in finances, yes. but you know, it might not come in finances uh-huh. because then it's like huh, faith without works is dead. So if you're believing God for something, mm-hmm. but you don't do the work, all right, is it going to grow? Faith no, faith without works is dead. Mm-hmm. Works is dead. Right. So sowing and reaping, you have, you, you know, we use the phrase, you're going to reap what you sow, you know, but that's us looking at it in maybe a negative tone mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. But when you really bless them, thank you, Jesus. When you really bless God. He can pour it out yeah. and that you don't have room to, to receive, receive more and than what you sow. A hundredfold. How mm. does that even happen in the same year? Yeah. Give and it will be given, given. back to you. Yes. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. See, these are the lessons that we've learned that even digging this well that I had to dig Mm -hmm. and sometimes you got to go deep and you got to find it in your heart. Where is this coming from? Mm -hmm. What am I thinking about? What's on my mind? And then once he starts to show you, it's like, thank you, Lord, Mm -hmm. because I gave this Mm -hmm. because I wanted to see kingdom work being done. Mm -hmm. I wanted to see people on my job being blessed. I wanted to see my spouse Knowing that his his help is there. See, that's the help and that's the sowing and the reaping. A lot of times we look at it in one manner, but it's so much involved. Mm-hmm. And then you have to ask yourself, and some of you all can stop and think right now, what, what am I doing? What am I sowing into? Who am I sowing into? Mm-hmm. What am I sowing into? How am I sowing this and what I'm giving and what am I doing and what do you think God's response is going to be? See, this is the change of heart that he has Mm -hmm. with us. He begins to move our mind. Uh He begins to move our heart. So then things begin to align. And once it aligns, you will see the harvest. And that's what we're here for is to see the harvest Mm -hmm. that the more that I sow, the more that I'm going to reap. And that the more that I I say, God, I'm not going to be weary and well doing, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to do this thing because it's what God desires. So I want you all to take a minute and think about it. What am I sowing 
into? Who am I sowing into? What am I sowing into? And what do I need from this? But don't only think about yourself, but how is it going to bless the kingdom? That's Amen. Right. That's so true. So true. The, the key I see in this is, is so true. I see the principle of sowing reaping, mm-hmm. but I see, I see the wisdom in everybody. We, I think a lot of us, how many can understand the principle of sowing and weeping, reaping, you know, and mm-hmm. you understand the principle of sowing and reaping. I know, uh, um, some people, the world has the same principle. They use it. Um, and they have it in many different terms. Yes. They call it the golden rule, do unto others. Yes. And you have, some of them call it karma. Whatever you do, come back to you and all of this. But the Bible calls it sowing and reaping. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just, it's just not for the, the Christians. Oh no, this applies to this all. Applies hey to man, everybody. come on, let's talk about that. It applies this to is, everybody. I, I mean, understand that the principle of God is the principles of the earth. Yes. It's not based on the, it's the laws of the earth mm-hmm. that come straight from God. Mm-hmm. Sowing and reaping is a principle. Yes. But in this, I see not only sowing and reaping, but I see the wisdom that, that Isaac had. Mm-hmm. The wisdom means you want to put your energy and efforts, but you want to use them wisely. Yes. Right. See, yes. it's not enough to just understand sowing and reaping, but you want to understand as good stewards, yes. our key is yes. to be wise yes. in everything we good do. Steward. Wise steward. That means um, I want to see, I want to sow in a way that is sustainable. Mm-hmm. It goes further than me. Uh-huh. It can, it's generational. Yes. I, I don't want to waste all my energy sowing and, and, and it just die with me. It was right. just enough to keep me going. All my, I'm just going to survive. It's mm-hmm. just me. It's survival. Yes. I mean, though, that some people, it's different levels to sowing. Yes. Yes. Some people sow, but they put all their life energy and all they ever do is survive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not that the principle is not working. It's that they're not being wise in their energy and their efforts. Mm-hmm. So I see Isaac, he had the wisdom. And, and, and the thing about him, it was already set up for him. Yeah. Right. This knowledge is something Abraham had figured out. The knowledge of digging wells and what that meant. And how that could sustain you and how that could prosper you. So uh, Isaac didn't waste a lot of energy trying to come up with a new way to survive or come up with nope. figuring out how to do something. He used uh, with the wisdom of his father. He used the, the knowledge of wells. And the, then, and then uh, obedience played obedience. a part in that, too, because he could have taken that concept and and dug the well in a different manner, mm-hmm. but he would not have gotten the same results. Amen. Mm-hmm. He would not have got. He would. He would have not gotten blessed as he was blessed before. Amen. And so we still have to maintain that level of obedience. That whenever the Lord tells us to do something, and the manner and the timing, mm-hmm. timing played a key part in that. He couldn't have done it the week before, the month before. <laughs> it, he had to do it exactly at that particular time, yes. Yes. so that the Lord could bless him. Yes, and it wasn't about him, mm-hmm. and it wasn't. It was not about him at all, mm-hmm. he and he was think, not selfish. Yeah, he had to think about his family. Yeah, that's Amen. what you were saying. He yeah. had to think about, about his family, not bigger, just himself. Bigger, right. a, a, a bigger vision than yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A bigger. This is what we're talking about dig, digging wells. We want everyone to know how to use the principle of sowing and reaping, but in a greater aspect. Mm-hmm. It means you sow today for your generations to come. Yes. Mm-hmm. You sow that stuff that's not even going. Not you're not going to see evidence of until generations later. 
What we see in this scripture, what I see is this is not just Isaac sowing and reaping, but he reaping benefits of his father that sowed. That's right. His father built all of these wells in this land. Mm -hmm. This was left for his son to benefit from. All his son had to do was find the wells, get them back operable, Mm -hmm. dig them back out, Mm -hmm. and get them going again. This is so, this is, I want our, the reason why this is such a great series, because the main thing I want to take away from this, I want us this year to be thinking about and putting our energy into resources that, that, that create is a sustained resource. Mm -hmm. That means you do it, you, you do the efforts you do this one time. You don't have to keep doing. That's right. Let's make it practical. I want to make it practical uh, for, for for me. One of the things I'm going to do this year is I'm working on a book. All right. A book. I could preach my messages, and that's mm-hmm. great because mm-hmm. I preach, and everybody hears it and they're blessed by. It. But taking a pre- taking preaching to a next level is in writing books is digging wells. Yes. Because now my messages stay here and become not something that just minister to the people that I meet and that, mm-hmm. that I can preach to in my church, but it goes to a product that yes. can preach past my life. Yes. It can preach even my children and I'm dead and gone. My books, they could use them. Mm-hmm. They could still make profit off of them. Right. They could mm-hmm. still, right. it's right. still out there teaching people far Big. after I'm gone. Yes. That's a well. Yes. That's, That's a well. Um, a we can look at it, um, in the music because I'm also a musician. Some, a lot of singers and artists love to perform, play and, and sing in church or perform songs different places. They might travel and do. Mm-hmm. That's great. But a well would be to record yeah. and put out an album. Yes. Exactly. So now after yes. you're gone, your kids can get residuals yes. and your exactly. album can still be going far after you're gone. That's the difference from the, putting your energy and just doing something and sowing and reaping, but also the wisdom to say, no, yes. I'm digging wells. Exactly. So this applies in all aspects of your life. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. I want you to put on a, uh, just to be a testimony, what ways do you see at, just digging a well. What, how can you dig a well in the business area? How can you dig a well in re- relationships and family? How can mm-hmm. you dig a well spiritually? Yes. Spiritually. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think is a way? How do how do we dig well spiritually? Spiritually through the Word of God. Amen. I mean, you got to know your word, <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and you can't help someone if you don't know your word. So you got to dig. That spiritually, it's like going in and not just reading the Bible. Because y'all know you got to really on. read, read the, the Bible. Bible. That's right. And once you read the Bible, it begins to minister to you. This is also leaving a resource for your children, yes. for your namesake, for mm-hmm. your families, for people mm-hmm. at work. Because they're going to see, okay, how how is she so calm in this situation? It's by the word of God. Amen. And that's a spiritual walk that all of us need. Uh-huh. That's right. It's that's that's a good well yes. to dig in. It's like I gotta well. I gotta dig because this is my lifeline. Yes. I gotta dig because this is my resource. Yes. And without this, I have nothing. Mm-hmm. I have nothing. Amen. And I'll piggyback off of that with reading the Bible, but you also have to pray 
Yes. So that when you're reading the Bible, you can get on. understanding. That's Say right. That. Because I can read the Bible, and uh-huh. to me, I'm just reading. Mm-hmm. But without prayer, I get no understanding. Yes. And so when I understand what I'm reading, then I can apply it to my life. Yes. So And important. I'm able to regurgitate it, yes. and I'm able to tell somebody else, well, this is what the Bible really means mm-hmm. when yes. he says this. Yes. Mm-hmm. This Bible is a well. Yes. yes. It's a well. We got to dig this well. Yes. And we just talked about when we said he built an altar first. Mm -hmm. Everything in your life needs to be based first off the spiritual. Right. Thank you, Lord. Until you begin to dig the well of your spiritual life and and allow God to be a source springing up in your life spiritually, then you can't expect anything else to to go like you want. Mm -hmm. You can't expect everything else to prosper. This is keeping God first. This is keeping God first. Exactly. So this is why our Bible study is so important and why we're taking the time now going in this year to really dig deep and study because Mm -hmm. studying God's word has to be the foundation for everything Mm -hmm. in our life. That's true. It It has to be the foundation from which everything is built. Mm-hmm. And we got to look at the word of God as a well. Mm-hmm. We got to lo- know God's word, study God's word to be able to draw from it. Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of us are so, uh, so we, we look for everybody else to help us and pray for us and do for us. But Talk you got to dig the well Talk about in it. your Talk life. About it. So it can bring, if you don't put word there, word Come won't spring on. forth. Yes. It's not going to spring forth. You, when you need it, it won't be there. Right. Yes. But I, I study because what, whenever you give yourself this study of God's word, it always comes back. The Holy Ghost got Thank something you, down in there to bring you, back for, exactly. for you to yes. bless your life. You yes. gotta hide it in your heart. You gotta hide it in your heart. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. So, Amen. so I, I just to close out this segment, and I hope you you guys are so excited mm-hmm. because we're diving in, we're touching on a lot of things. Just, but to close out this segment, I really want you to understand that Isaac, he was obedient to God. Mm-hmm. He he walked by faith. But he did not just believe. He put his actions to work. Yes. Mm-hmm. He, 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 he stepped out on the word of God and mm-hmm. he was, he was putting all his efforts and energy into, to digging that, digging mm-hmm. wells, believing that he was going to prosper in that land. And the Bible says when he established a place, he built an altar, yes. he pitched a tent and he yes. dug, dug a well. well. Yes. I want you to start to really meditate on the, on, on the word of God from this series and try to figure out mm-hmm. what, where's my altar? Ooh. Where's mm-hmm. my place? Where's mm-hmm. my well? Mm-hmm. And start to think about how the things you do and the decisions you make are not only for you, but generations after you. Exactly. That's a well. Mm-hmm. Amen? Amen. So I hope this segment has blessed you. I thank you for tuning in for us for this 30 minutes being with us. I want you to come back next week. I want you to dig into these scriptures and yes. go back and watch the series that you miss. I want you to look at the podcast. I want this thing to be continually continually on your mind this mm-hmm. year that I'm going to dig some wells. I'm going to build my altar. I'm going to pitch my tent. I'm going to dig some wells, and I'm going to watch God bless me. Until we see you again next week, we love you. God bless you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Remember to like and share. And if you would like to stay connected, please subscribe to our podcast. Also, please follow us on social media through Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Or visit us in person. We are located at 236 Parker Road in the great city of Danville, Virginia. If you would like to get to our ministry, please click on the link below. Thank you again and enjoy your day.